Welcome one and all to the 45th edition of the Hostile Environment Podcast. I am your boy Jay. What is going on? Ladies and gentlemen, we are five episodes away from 50. So thank you to everyone who has written in with suggestions for the upcoming show. I appreciate the time you're putting in. Uh, Truth be told, I still haven't made a decision yet as to exactly what I'm going to do to make that episode special, but rest assured, I do have an amazing story lined up for you regardless. So whatever I decide, you're getting a wicked story no matter what. Um, I'm still getting a few messages um, asking me to change my mind about going down to one episode a week uh, in that kind of format. And although do I, I do appreciate the love, guys, um, I respect you guys, and I respect the fact that you're taking the time to write into me, I still have to stand by my initial decision. If I can't provide you guys with quality over quantity content, then what is the point of doing this, right? So uh, I just wanted to give you guys a quick peek behind the curtain, and by me saying that, I'm just going to show you guys what my day was like just for today, for example. So today's Thursday, right? Um, I'm up at 5.10 a.m. five days a week. I get home between 2.30 and 3 o'clock, depending on the traffic. When I walk in the door, the first thing I do is I lay down with my wiener dogs and I pet them and, you know, tell them I love them and all that good stuff. Um, You know, then I go upstairs to get changed. I spend maybe five minutes with the upstairs rabbit before, you know, so I can take my work clothes off and, you know, and, you know, then I play with the rabbit. And then uh, I take my youngest daughter to CrossFit where I sit in a parking lot for an hour and wait for her so that when she's finished, I can drive her home. Oh, and I recently have to uh, start taking her to massage therapy because she's having back pain, uh, which we are crossing our fingers, isn't actually permanent damage, right? Long story short, there's some other shit involved, but whatever. Then I get home, I usually have to cook dinner depending on if my wife's working or not, and it's like dishes, you know, water my lawn, water my garden, clean up the house, uh, and then by that time it's roughly, let's say, 7 o'clock, right? And now... Uh, between uh, my whole day, by the way, I'm trying to find um, content for the show, right? So I'm trying to put a segment together, uh, that sort of thing, right? Um, and then I got to come home, I got to format the show so that it all flows together seamlessly. I have to segue in any kind of professional ads from show sponsors, which is obviously extremely important because they're paying the bills, they're paying me to promote their product, so uh, they take priority over everything else almost. And then I have to do the 30 to 45 minute uh, show, but I have to find a window of silence so I can go downstairs and record without my little one having her friends over and they're running around like it's goddamn Jurassic Park upstairs. And then they're going to be upsetting the dogs and now they want to play and they want to bark and everyone's chasing everyone around like assholes and it's just a noise, just a horrible, you know, I got to find that window. And then after the show is recorded, uh, I have the editing process, which can take anywhere from 15 to 30 minutes, depending on what I have to do. Once the show is perfect, which it rarely is, but it's pretty good usually, um, I send it out, and then it's time to sit down and hammer social media, where I can announce that a new episode has dropped, and then I try to give everyone some kind of hook or a reason to download the episode. Well, guess what? Looking at the old clock after that, it's got to be close to 9 o'clock. Um, you know, it's just enough time for me to pack up my lunch for tomorrow, pack up my wife's lunch. Yes, I am a, a super husband, and I make my lady lunch every day. And uh, to finish the night off, it's a quick shower and maybe something to watch on the Netflix gimmick to help me wind down and kind of pass out and just relax and, and you know, eventually 
uh, I wake up and I do the whole thing over again. Next thing I know, it's 5, 10 in the morning again. So that, my friends, is almost uh, a regular day for me. Uh, it's not terribly exciting, but, you know, at 42 years old, this is unfortunately the way we're at in life. You know, uh, we don't have school bus trips and hooker donut shops anymore. We have uh, family responsibilities. So it is what it is, right? Um, but you, after me saying that, you can definitely see, um, you know, why it's so hard for me to, you know, get this shit done now. And it's getting more difficult to do this twice a week. So like I said, until further notice, you know, in five more episodes, you will only be able to masturbate in your car to the sound of my voice once a week. Unless, of course, you want to replay past episodes and then you can masturbate to my voice, you know, several times a day in any location you feel comfortable in because I am on all major podcast platforms like Apple, Spotify, Google, Amazon, and now Stitcher. So, uh, hey, completely off topic, um, I just spoke of it. Um, I'd like to give a shout out to um, the fat Hawaiian guy working at Tim Hortons this morning. Uh, he does the early shift around 5.30 by my house. Well, you know, I, I don't know if he's Hawaiian, actually. Let me take that back. I don't know if he's Hawaiian. He looks Hawaiian. Uh, he's not really wearing a lei or you know, he doesn't have a pineapple necklace or anything, but he's definitely Asian. And in my mind, I think he's Hawaiian. Anyways, this fat prick managed to get my coffee and breakfast order completely wrong this morning. When I'm the only fucking car in the lineup, no one's behind me and no one's in front of me. I don't understand how that happened. Uh, And how he went from my order, which was a large cream and sweetener coffee with a jalapeno bagel with with cheddar cheese. That was my complete order. Uh, I pulled out and as soon as I jumped on the 401... Uh, now I'm getting, I'm opening up my cheddar, my, sorry, my cinnamon raisin bagel with strawberry cream cheese, which is fucking disgusting, and I didn't get a coffee, I got a tea. So, uh, fuck dude, you weren't even close. You literally got nothing right, and these cocksuckers, see, they, they know that by the time you realize your order is fucked up and gone wrong, you're most likely already on the highway there's no chance you're getting off at an exit just to come all the way back to yell at them and get your your food. You're most likely just going to eat it or you're just going to throw it out and buy more. Either way, they win, right? So uh, I, I tried to man up. I tried to, uh, to enjoy what I've been given. I took a bite of the bagel, which is absolutely disgusting. Who puts cinnamon raisin on strawberry cream cheese on the same thing? You're, you're a damn psychopath in my opinion. So as soon as I took a bite and realized how awful that was, that went out the window onto the 401. And uh, as for the tea, look, um, I know tea is very popular. Uh, I know people love it. But in my version, it is the soccer of beverages. And spoiler alert, I fucking hate soccer. So that went out the window on the DVP once I realized how fucking I couldn't drink any more of it. So that was a shitty way to start my day. And uh, as I'm driving and I'm pouring my tea out the window onto the Don Valley Parkway, I couldn't help but think to myself, if I was the only car in the drive-thru and you give me an order that is 100% wrong, where did that order come from? Did you fuck up the last order and now I have to sacrifice my morning because you're clearly a fucking idiot? I mean, I'm positive in this scenario that you, you know you don't keep screwing up orders. I mean, I've never worked for Tim Hortons, but I know that if you screw up an order, you don't continue to screw up the orders. You you you, you basically cut bait and you start over for you start fresh. That's the way I would do it. I mean, I I don't know if that's in the fucking handbook. I don't know, but 
you know, I'm just, I'm fucking, and tomorrow morning when I go there, I'm going to have to double check my order and, you know, maybe it won't be the fat Hawaiian guy, but uh, I'm definitely checking my order from now on because having no breakfast or a coffee until you get to work fucking sucks. Um, and I was actually considering maybe starting to go into McDonald's instead. I mean, they've never, and I can't even count on one hand the amount of times they've screwed up my orders because they never have. But the thing about McDonald's is you have to fight the urge to not get two or three of those delicious breakfast sandwiches with your coffee. And to tell you the truth, I just don't have the willpower. So that's, in all honesty, that's just what it is for me. That's why I don't go there. So I keep going back to Tim Hortons where the coffee is decent. It's not great, but it's decent. Assuming you get a coffee, of course. And the bagels that are either over-toasted or not toasted enough, depends on which way you want to go. Um, you know, that that's basically why I go there. So I don't eat three breakfast sandwiches, right? So if I could, honestly, if I could never go back to Tim Hortons again, I never would because McDonald's coffee is so much better. And the Tim Hortons food is literally just a step above what they serve at homeless shelters. But again, it's about willpower, which I don't have. And I fucking love those goddamn sausage and muffins. There's no other breakfast sandwich that even comes close to McDonald's. And it's just the way it is. I'm sorry. No one's going to argue with me. I don't care what you write in on social media. McDonald's has the best breakfast. Uh, let's move on from food issues, though. Um, did you guys enjoy the fake holiday? Um, I know last episode I told you guys that I was having uh, my social media advisor over to the house with his family. And I also had my boy Nick and his family come over. I don't talk about Nick very much on the podcast, uh, but he is my oldest friend. I've known the guy since grade seven, which was junior high at Gordon A. Brown in East York. Uh, so roughly we've known each other, give or take 27 years. So give or take a year. So it's either 28 or 26 or you, you get the point. But anyways, somewhere in that, that that's it's fucked up no matter what. Um, and it just so happens that and my social media advisor and Nick both happen to hook up and get with Asian ladies. So my advisor, who happens to be Greek, and Nick, who is Swedish and Dutch and a couple other weird things all mixed in together, well, now they both have half-Asian sons who just happen to be identical in age. And then it turns out that both Asian women grew up in B.C., so things just get weirder. So, you know, we, we spent the day together, um, you know, about 3 o'clock, they came over or whatever it was, and uh, we barbecued ribs. Uh, we watched my asshole wiener dogs steal a soccer ball from the kids. That was nice. And uh, at one point, I was actually kind of hoping that we could set up some sort of half-Asian kid fight club. But it never came to be. Um, one of the kids was too shy, and the other one probably would have kicked his ass. So that's just what happened there. So that never happened. But we, anyways, we did get to hang out. We ate. We enjoyed a day. We talked. We just, you know, we caught up, and, you know, COVID fucked everything up for everybody, right? But um, that was my day. I hope you guys enjoyed your fake holiday because according to my uh, my calendar, and actually I didn't look at the calendar, so I'm just assuming, I think it's the last um, long weekend holiday that we have until Labor Day in September. So that means the summer is officially coming to a close. Uh, that usually means that's the last weekend for the exhibition, but unfortunately, like I've mentioned on many occasions, that didn't happen and it breaks my heart. Uh, but it also means that your summer drinking is uh, running short. So get to the LCBO or the beer store. Get your summer drinking in now, boys and girls. Enjoy the weather now because before you know it, it's going to be fucking Christmas. So please, I don't want to hear you say, oh, I missed the summer. I didn't do enough because I'm telling you to do it. This is your opportunity. Get out there and enjoy the weather. Uh, so let's get into a new segment on the show. I'm just going to start it today. This is something that the lovely Jennifer wrote in and suggested, 
and I thought, what better time than to try it out today? Um, so let's see how it flies. I think it's going to go over like gangbusters, just like every other segment in the podcast. So there you go. I'm going to call this segment, though, Facebook can fuck right off. This is literally just me taking like eight minutes of my life to open up the app on my phone, scroll through Facebook, and grab some of the stupidest shit I see that angers me enough to the point where I have to close the app and prevent myself from throwing my phone into the street. So here we go. Yesterday I did open Facebook and the first article that I immediately saw was, How old will you be in 2050? That just made me shake my head because who gives a shit? I'll like me. I'll most likely be dead. Um, is that the response you were hoping to get? That in 29 years I'll probably be dead. Does that make my day better? No, it doesn't. It makes it far worse, especially after I got a shitty breakfast from Tim Hortons that wasn't even mine. So my day just kept getting worse. But I kept scrolling uh, along to see what else I could find. That Facebook show, you know, all the horse shit. Uh, the next one I saw was, "What celebrity death hit you the hardest?" Are you fucking serious with this? What celebrity death hit me hardest? I'm 42 years old. There hasn't been a celebrity death that has hit me, you know, hard for more than 20 minutes. And do you know why? Because as much as I may have loved their music or their movies or, you know, maybe their set of breasts, depending on the lady, um, I've never met any of these people. And I, you know, I, I kind of reserve my feelings of sadness and getting hit hard for, you know, my family and friends and, and, and loved ones and, and loved ones of loved ones and that sort of thing. I've never met any of these fucking people. And uh, I, I just don't care. And, you know, I, I sometimes when I hear about these celebrity deaths, I actually take discontinued uh, food items off of menus at like restaurants and stuff that I like. I take that harder. Like they used to have this amazing jambalaya at Jack Astor's. They took that away. That made that hit me hard. I love that jambalaya. It was fucking really good. Or when you go to a grocery store and you walk down the aisle and you can't find what you're looking for, and when you ask the the fifteen dollar an hour can guy who's you know stacking the corn and all the whatever, say, hey man, where's this? And he says, oh yeah, they discontinued that. That fucking pisses me off, and it's happened quite a bit to me lately. So that that hits me harder. Um, you know. In all honesty, will I remember where I was when people like um, uh, Princess Diana and Tupac and Biggie, uh, Michael Jackson, and even just most recently Black Panther when they announced he was dead? I will remember where I was for those moments. So um, it it didn't hit me hard, but yeah, I I mean, yeah, I get it, but come on. So anyways, hitting me hard is not happening. What else do we have? What else do we have? Uh, Oh, how about, uh, this this is a good one. This is, oh man. Uh, pineapple on pizza, question mark, go. So basically this little sentence is attempting to start some kind of debate whether pineapple belongs on pizza or not. And, um, you know, I, I don't get it, man. I never have got this whole pineapple pizza thing. It really fucking bothers me. Um, you know, you're, I'll give you a little, your party host Jay can answer this question right here and right now. And of course the answer is who gives a flying fuck? Have you guys seen some of the weird shit that they put on pizza nowadays? Um, how about, like, do you like the little rotten fish pieces called anchovies? Do they belong on pizza? What about slices of potato? Do you have those at uh, Boston Pizza? They have a spicy pierogi pizza. Do potatoes uh, belong on pizza? Uh, what about spicy Cheetos? Those are all over the pizza now. 
uh, spicy Cheetos pizza. And now uh, the last one I saw was gummy bears. So I never hear about any of this shit. But I hear a lot of shit. And uh, people are always saying, they're always picking on pineapple. So, and speaking of pineapple, why can't this fucking fat Hawaiian dude, Tim Hortons, get my goddamn coffee order right? All right, I jumped out of of turn there. That's mine. Sorry, I apologize. That was too hostile even for me. Fucking fat Hawaiian guy. Um, Anyways, more Facebook horse shit. Um, Let's see, let's see. Oh, these ones are everywhere all the time. Date yourself by naming blank. So, you know, I've seen the word concerts in that blank spot. So, um, date yourself by naming the last concert you've seen. Or date yourself by, you know... uh, Stores that are out of business now or shows that are off the air. These are literally like people are answering these, but they are just complete waste of time. Yet they get hundreds of responses. Uh, you know, oh, John Lennon and Kmart and Growing Pains. Like, do you guys seriously have nothing better to do than answer these stupid fucking questions by someone else who is just as bored and probably just as stupid as the questions they're asking? I don't get it. Okay, how about, I found a few more, so I'm just going to rapid fire these ones to get this segment done with, because, you know, we got, we got a lot of the stuff to get to, so I'm going to rapid fire these ones, and then we can move on. Um, tell me you're old without telling me. Why don't you lick my ball sack? How about that? If the last thing you ate is the only thing you can ever eat again, what is it? What are you stuck with? Your mother. That's what I ate last. Um... If you could remove one thing uh, from the world, what would it be? Well, for me, that's pretty easy. It'd be Facebook. Drums are flats. Go. Yeah. How about this? Newsflash. The chicken wing, or chicken wings in general, are the greatest food ever created. It is literally the perfect food. I shouldn't have to choose one or the other drums or flats. So stop, stop trying to cause trouble, assholes. And then, um, you know, the last one that I see is my personal favorite because I see it at least once a day. And when you give it, um, when you give uh, four or five options or pictures is what it is, right? So uh, you open it up and it says, one has to go forever. And then usually it's like, Five pictures of uh, cakes, donuts, tarts, you know, fucking brownies and all the pastries and all this shit. I hate them all. So for me, they could all fuck right off. But um, recently I saw one with pictures of uh, Breaking Bad, Sons of Anarchy, The Sopranos, The Wire, and Game of Thrones. Literally probably five of the best shows ever created in the top ten. All five are in the top ten for sure. Why would anybody want to take any of these away? Let alone try and start an argument about which one is the worst. Do we, in my opinion, and it should be in everyone else's as well, I think we have enough in life to argue over already without getting TV shows into it. We got, you know, you want to argue about shit? Let's argue about politics or religion or COVID or should fat girls wear tube tops. But trying to start a fight over amazing TV shows and one of them should leave just seems wrong. And, um, you know, it's, it's wrong and much like also all of Facebook. It's just fucking wrong. It's a waste of time. So... In my opinion, unless you're retired or you're a housewife or a house husband, I don't discriminate, or a 12-year-old girl, then Facebook is perfect for you. But everyone else, you know, I don't understand how you can look yourself in the mirror and feel confident about being an adult when you were answering all of these stupid retard questions. And yes, I am also very aware that I am most likely in the minority with that statement, and this, this Facebook hatred. So feel free, to, feel, sorry, feel free to write in and respond with your feelings or your questions or comments. 
and I will read them on the show accordingly if you decide to write in and you have a different opinion other than my own. This will be part of the show. This is what I'm doing. So if you want to do it, fucking let's do it. Feel free to write in. Let's dance. And uh, the next question I know you're asking yourself probably is, where can you write to me? Uh, where can you find me? How uh, can you send me these questions? Like, uh, how old would you be if your age was flipped? Well, you're a massive fucking douchebag. So, anyways, uh, here's where you can find me. Um, if you want to find me on Facebook, I am Jay Cowell. On Instagram, host.enviro.pod. On TikTok, I am at the Hostile Environment Pod. At Twitter, I am at podcast underscore hostile. My email address was, is where I'm still getting the majority of my uh, traffic, j.hostile.environment at gmail.com. And don't forget, I am on Patreon. Uh, most of you have already forgotten that. I am at the Hostile Environment Podcast. So there you go. Now that the plugs are out of the way, um, let's turn down the lights. Fire up that $40 incense candle from Bath & Body Works. Let's tell Alexa to play some soothing New Age music. And let's lay down on the hostile pod couch as we explore the world of hostile advice with Jay. You wanted my advice on questions you don't have the answers to? Well, I'm going to do that right here and right now. So listen up, y'all, because this advice is free and most likely completely wrong. So let's get our first question down, shall we? Welcome. Our first question is from Francis. Francis wrote in to ask Hostile Jay for advice, and his question is this. I'm going to a wedding in August, and I've gained some weight over the last year. Oh, fucking preach, my brother, haven't we all? I don't want to buy a new suit for one wedding because I'll be losing this extra weight soon, so a new suit will be useless. I also hate dancing at weddings, but my girlfriend always drags me up and gets mad at me when I sit back down. What should I do, Jay? Uh, oh, and then he says, you've probably been there, right? Yep, thank you, Francis. Um, I have been there in both of those situations. Um, but before we get into your advice, um, let's do, do me a favor there, Francis. Let's just change that name. Sound good? Let's go from Francis to Frank. Because no offense here, dude, but I, you know, you're asking me these questions and I picture you already in an extremely tight suit. Uh, I picture you having a man bun, uh, one of those goofy artist beards, and really pointed shoes. So, Francis, I, I don't like it, man, but, you know, I, if you're going to keep it, I, that's on you. But that's what I would do. As for your questions that you asked, here is what I would do in no particular order, dude. Um, I have also gained some weight here and there. Um, I have also lost a bunch of weight here and there. So uh, I find it helpful to have more than one size suit, more than one size of, you know, pretty much everything, unfortunately. It's just the way it is. Before COVID hit, I lost a bunch of weight, man. Uh, I was all the way down at 215 pounds. So I looked amazing. I felt amazing. A year and a half later, I stopped going to the gym. I stopped jogging. I stopped working uh, a particular job. So, you know, I was more physical than I am now. Um, and now... I'm not 215 pounds anymore. Uh, I had to buy new clothes uh, but when I, because of when I lost all the weight, right? But I did keep my old stuff just in case. And wouldn't you know it, here I am. It's 2021 and I'm fat again. So I put all my skinny clothes in another closet and brought my fat, happy clothes back out. 
So Francis, uh, basically I have a fat suit and a skinny suit. Kind of like if Batman, you know, got really fucking fat, he'd probably have two bat suits, right? So buddy, my opinion, or sorry, my advice to you is um, just open your wallet, buy a new suit, you cheap prick, because, you know, you, you believe you're going to lose that weight. doesn't mean you're going to lose that weight and doesn't mean it's going to happen immediately. So you might get more than one run out of this fat suit because who knows, man, people die. And, you know, suits are needed for funerals too, right? So there you go. That's a, a little on the upside there. Someone might die and you can use it twice. Um, as for the second part of your question, the dancing part, um, you know, look, dude, we've all been there. Um, you know, there aren't many guys who look forward to the dancing portion of weddings. Unfortunately, they're a necessity and they're also inevitable. So it's all on how you deal with it, dude. Um, the quick answer here, um, if this is what I would do is just get absolutely shit hammered. And because you look like such an asshole when you're dancing around to songs like, uh, just take those old records off the shelf. You know, so you're dancing around like a drunken asshole and you're fucking air guitaring. There's a good chance your girlfriend will force you to sit down or just leave the dance floor altogether so you don't embarrass her and yourself, right? So that's one option. That's how I would play it, right? Uh, there are other ways to play this, I think. Um, you know, before you leave the house and you're on the, on the way to the wedding, whether you're in the elevator or the car or, or you're at the hotel room getting changed or whatever, lay down the law right there. Just take her aside and say, look, I have zero interest in dancing tonight, so please do not ask me. And, you know, if I'm walking on the dance floor you know, because I'm walking from the bar to the washroom or, you know, I'm going to another table, but I'm just happen to be crossing the dance floor, don't grab my arm when I'm walking by and try to get me to get down to Britney Spears or the Spice Girls or anything like that. Because that way, if she does and you, you know, kind of shake her off like, like a football tackle, um, you know, she's broken the rules but she gets mad at you anyways, you can say, look, I told you I did not want to dance. And you pretty much win that argument at that point. She's got no leg to stand on because, yeah, you did tell her. And women want to communicate, and you definitely communicated, right? Uh, the other way to avoid dancing, uh, and you know what, Francis? Uh, I, know, I know you're not going to want to hear this, brother, but eventually we all have to grow up. You have to hear things you don't want to hear. Um, and just don't avoid the dancing, dude. That's, that's the easiest way to go about this. Um, you know, bite the bullet. Enjoy the night, help her enjoy the night as well, because happy wife, happy life, same goes for girlfriends, um, because I'll tell you right now, dude, if she's in a shitty mood, if she has a shitty, like, you know, she sits there and staring at you while you're getting drunk with your buddies, um, the alternative is so much worse than just biting the bullet and dancing. You know, she's going to look at you having a good time with your buddies, she's going to get mad because you're no fun. Some random single dude is going to be casing her out next thing you know, or maybe a wedding crasher like the movie, um, you know, and the next thing you know, he's taking your place on the dance floor. And then after that, it's a hop, skip and a jump to, um, you know, a bathroom stall where she's getting railed by a total stranger while you're just sitting there getting drunk with your friends at the bar. Right. So is that really the kind of wedding that you want to experience? Because nobody's going to have a good time. Right. So Francis, remember what I said, buy a new suit, you cheap fuck. And dance with your lady. It's not that difficult. I know it sucks. This is a part of being a man. Swallow your pride. Mow the lawn. Dance with your woman. That's it. We've all been here. Trust me. These are the best ways to ensure you have a good evening. So thank you for writing in. Francis, or Frank, as I like to call you. 
Our next client is in need of advice, and his name is Toronto Jamal. Toronto Jamal, as you guys know, if you guys are loyal listeners, he's been with me since day one, or as the kids say, down since day one. So thank you, Jamal, for writing in. And his question is as follows. There it is. My girlfriend and I go to bed at the same time, uh, usually, uh, but she sits on her phone for so long, by the time she puts it down, it's too late to fool around because we both have to wake up early for work. What can I do to stop this? Jamal, dude, uh, let me tell you, uh, brother, you are preaching to the motherfucking choir. I've experienced this for sure. I'm willing to guess that the majority of the people listening to this podcast right now who have a significant other have probably encountered this exact same situation, whether you be male or female, who knows. In my opinion, and I'm going to be saying that a lot because these are all opinion questions, phones are the devil. Um... With all the social media that people can browse nowadays, I mean, I personally, I've literally watched my wife surf Facebook for like 20 minutes. Um, then she closes it, she hops onto Twitter, surfs that for 10 or 15 minutes. And then when she's done with Twitter, she gets lost on TikTok, watching people dance with their dogs and bake cakes and all this stupid shit. Um, dude, there are multiple ways to break this cycle. I've, I've been thinking about it since you wrote this question in. I'm going to lay out a bunch of options for you. I'm going to let you decide which one you think may work for you. And I'm not going to say which one that I've tried, but let's say I may have tried at least one or maybe more. I'm not going to tell you which one. But the easiest one, I believe, is just to warn her while you're on your way up to the bedroom or even a couple of hours before. You know, you guys are washing the dishes together or you're just finished dinner and you're staring at each other or whatever. You just say in a nice romantic voice, something along the lines of, you know, like, oh, baby, you know, I can't wait to get you upstairs tonight, something like that, right? You know, at least it's in her head, right? Or that you're, you know, you need some, some loving sort of thing. Or you can implement some sort of alarm. So when the alarm goes off, it's phoned down and closed off. That, that's, you know, that's, that's a way to go too. I don't know how well that's going to go over. Even pitching that might be a bit of a problem, but it is an idea that I came up with. Uh, what else do I have? Oh, there's always the the random boob grab or leg rubbing. There you go. That's guaranteed to get some kind of reaction for sure. Um, And it's enough to let her know that you're definitely in need of some TLC. Anyways, any of these may or may not work. But one thing, dude, I can definitively say does not work is anger, okay? Under no circumstances do you get mad while in bed because she's ignoring you while she's on her device. Because I'll tell you what, dude, even if she ends up turning it off and putting it down, you've now officially killed any sort of mood for sexy time, and there is zero chance of anything going down other than rolling over and thinking about what you did wrong and how you dropped the ball and misplayed the situation altogether. So this is my advice to you, Toronto Jamal. Good luck, dude, and Godspeed. If you come up with something else, feel free to tell me. And maybe I'll implement it, right? Um, let's see. I've got two more clients on the hostile pod couch, uh, and then we're gonna take uh, we're gonna take this to the end of the show. Next up is a female listener, and her name is Stephanie. She wants to ask Jay. My boyfriend has terrible taste in movies, but always wants to snuggle together, but only during what he wants to watch. If I put on a movie that I want to watch, he immediately bails or makes up an excuse to leave. How can we compromise and watch something together? Great question, Stephanie. Thanks for writing in. Um, my answer to your question is extremely simple, and that would be immediately uh, smash all of your TVs. 
smash them all so that nobody can watch any movies at all, period, because this is a no-win scenario for both of you. If his taste in movies is just as horrible as you're saying that it is, like, imagine, for instance, he is a big fan of The Fast and Furious and wants to force you to watch these trash movies while you give him an under-the-blanket hand job, um, then you can't be there. Um, those movies are terrible. Nobody should watch them unless it's in a form of punishment in Guantanamo Bay Prison. Um, the same goes for you, though, sweetie. You know, if you want me to sit down and you want to watch a movie together, and it just so happens that it's the Sex in the City movie, while well, I cuddle with you and I comb your hair, there's just no chance it's going to happen. So my question for you, Stephanie, is you guys obviously live together because you know you're talking about snuggling and watching movies and such, right? But you must have known while you were dating that you couldn't compromise on movie watching together. So why is this just coming up now? Maybe you guys should find a TV series to binge watch together instead of a movie. That's my opinion to you. If you're not going to smash all your TVs, uh, open up the Netflix gimmick, keep scrolling through until you guys can agree on something. And if that doesn't work, go back to smashing the TVs like I suggested earlier. Or just end the relationship now because in 30 to 40 years, uh, you guys can't still not watch movies together and shit like that because it just won't work. So just end it now. It's over. So there you go. Smash your TVs, watch Netflix, come up with a TV series, or end your marriage or relationship. There you go. Um, and the last one uh, who's on the post hostile podcast for today is Tony. And his problem... Oh, shit. It's COVID-related. Uh, Dear Jay, lately I find myself getting stuck in social situations talking about COVID, mask policies, and vaccinations. I don't want to give my thoughts and opinions at parties because I know it's not always going to go well. Have you been in this situation, and how would you handle it? Uh, yeah, Tony. Um, Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, yeah, I feel like this question is something that we have either already all dealt with at some point, or we're at least going to in the very near future, because let's face it, every conversation is going to be around COVID for the next God knows how long. Like, how were you during the lockdown, and... Oh, remember the toilet paper at Costco? You know, just, it's just, it, it's not going to go away. So, anyways, yeah, I have been in this scenario. Um, let me tell you how to deal with this. And this is, as soon as someone brings up this topic, and, you know, basically, as soon as you know it's coming, fall to the ground and fake a seizure. That is the only way to get around this. That might be the only way to avoid having this conversation with somebody. I actually have a friend who was anti-COVID when all this shit started almost two years ago. He thought it was fake. It was the government. You know, uh, the, you know, it's a way to reset the currency, blah, blah, blah. Then he ends up going to work, when he wasn't supposed to, by the way, and he got COVID from a co-worker who got in his car. He was bedridden for two weeks. He lost all his taste, all his smell, and all that shit, just like you read. He also lost 17 pounds and couldn't keep food down. So after he got back to being as healthy again because he did get through it uh, I thought he was going to be a you know team let's fucking get rid of this virus sort of thing nope nope he went right back to his old ways um, I mean you you had that in your body for two weeks you went through all of this and you're you're possibly right back to where we started so um, can you even argue with a guy like that so there's lots of guys like that out there you can't argue with him because there's no winning so why even bother um, I, I also have friends that are anti-maskers. I have a friend who's anti-vaccine. 
I have a couple of friends who are pro-Trump and anti-abortion, and I have a few friends that are vegetarians. Out of all those things that I just named, not one of those things do I agree with. So, you know, but I'm also smart enough to know that you cannot change people under any circumstances. No matter what scientific Google data you find, you can't change someone's beliefs. And if you try, it's 1,000% going to end up in either raised voices or possibly hurt feelings, but definitely in a comfortable situation no matter what. So as soon as somebody starts a sentence with you know, the words, you know, I'm not getting that fake vaccine because Bill Gates, before he can even finish that fucking dumbass statement, immediately let your eyes roll to the back of your head, drop to the floor like a $12 hooker, and start flopping around like a fish out of water. You fake that seizure, and dude, you fake it fucking hard. I want you to be like the Denzel fucking Washington and win that goddamn Academy Award for seizures. You want to even take it a step further? Bite your tongue off. Uh, and if you do go that extra mile, um, you know whatever you have to do uh, to get, to get to that fucking point, of, uh, you know to avoid that impending conversation, you do it, man. You go all out, Tony. And just to make it even more special, Tony, if you can take a video of you biting your tongue off or having a fake seizure, if you could post that to the hostile environment social media sites, I will definitely send you out a bumper sticker because, Tony, my friend, if you do that shit, you have definitely earned it. So there it is, everyone. Um, I did two new segments for you. Um, you know, it may not be the first. It may not be the last. I don't know how this is going to go. We'll see what you guys have to say. Uh, so I did hostile advice with Jay and I did... Uh, fuck right off Facebook. So how, what do you think? Tell me what you like. If you liked it, uh, tell me. If you loved it, tell me. Did you hate it? Then in that case, DM me and tell me that you know you didn't like it so that nobody else can see your negative comments about the podcast. But talk to me regardless, guys, and let's get to 3,000 downloads. I mean, as of this morning when I'm doing this podcast, we are 11 downloads away. So hopefully by the end of the day, I'm sure we can all celebrate another big achievement by the podcast. And of course, that's all thanks to you guys who are the loyal listeners to the podcast. So thank you very much. But until then, or until Monday, whichever comes first, 3,000 listens, downloads, or Monday, uh, I must bid you adieu and send you off to the weekend in style by saying those three magic words, bye for now.